It's the same in our business. We can't stay switched on at the same intensity 100% of the time, but having some sort of accountability partner or a coach who can provide that guidance and support of helping you to know when to put the foot on the accelerator and when to take it off is really, really crucial. Welcome to the Influence by Design podcast. I'm Samantha Riley, authority positioning strategist for coaches and experts. If you're ready to build a business that gives you more than just a caffeine addiction and you dream of making more money, having more time and having the freedom to be living your best life, then you're in the right place. It's time to level up. Welcome to today's episode of Influence by Design. I'm your host today, Samantha Riley, and we're going to talk about a topic today that has come up over and over in my world this week. It's a feeling that I've had in the last month or so. It's a feeling that's come up with my clients. It's a feeling that has come up with a lot of people I've been speaking to. And I thought, you know what? It's a conversation that I'm having so often that I want to bring it to the show today because I know that there's many, many more people feeling like that. And, you know, it's that feeling of not having our mojo in our business. It's very frustrating. I find it the most frustrating feeling in my business to, you know, not have that creativity or to feel like I don't know what idea I'm trying to work on, you know, I'm scattered or maybe I just don't want to work. I'll walk into my office and sit at my computer and scroll and do aimless things that are not moving the needle any way forward. And, you know, that's why I want to talk about it because it is not something that is a feeling that just a few people have. It's a feeling that hits all of us. And recognizing that feeling uninspired is a common experience, doesn't make you a failure. So, you know, it's really about recognizing it and then acting on the feeling and having different strategies to be able to do that. It's so frustrating to feel uninspired. It's so frustrating to lack motivation. So hopefully today you'll get some tips to be able to move through these feelings and build that business of your dreams that I know that you want to build. So I think the first thing that we need to do um, when you're in this feeling of lackluster, let's call it, is the importance of asking yourself why you feel this way. You can only deal with an issue when you have an awareness around what's really going on. So, you know, asking yourself, you know, why is it that I don't want to do this task or this project? Does it feel like you're on the wrong path or does it feel overwhelming? Are you afraid of the outcome? You know, there are times before when I've held myself back from doing a project because subconsciously I hadn't even realized that the feeling that was coming up was that sometime down the track I was going to be really really busy and I don't want to be really busy I didn't want to create something that I felt like I wouldn't be able to have some time away from I wouldn't be able to go to the gym every day I wouldn't be able to you know meet friends for coffee and I hadn't realized that until I asked myself this question you know what what was I afraid of and that's when I realized I was afraid of creating something. Now, once I had awareness around that, I was able to put things in place to say, all right, well, what do I need to put into place right now to make sure that I can still achieve this outcome that I want in a, you know, in a way that's going to work for me? 
it's about really asking yourself, why am I not feeling fired up right now? So it's about acknowledging and validating that feeling. So, you know, embrace your emotions and don't judge yourself harshly because it's very easy to, you know, be in one of these times or have have this theme going on and sitting down at the computer and trying to get things done and then judging yourself like what's wrong with me why aren't i you know why am i not doing this why aren't i good enough and then sending yourself into this shame spiral and that never never ends well so don't judge yourself for having these feelings they're completely normal so acknowledge them and validate them dig deep why are they coming up because what we'll do is shine a light on why you're having this feeling in the first place and then turn that around you know what what is it that i need to change other questions you can ask yourself during this time is what do you feel like doing maybe it's something that's nothing to do with your business maybe you're not having any or lacking some fun in your life right now and that boredom of only living for your business is you know keeping everything stuck so maybe all you need to do is give your routine a little bit of a shake up. When you can really dive deep into what's going on, it makes it a lot easier to be able to move forward. It's also really important at these times where you are uninspired to really go back and reflect on your why. Go back and reflect on the impact that you want to make and the lives that you want to transform. Why are you actually doing this? Ask yourself why, you know, what's your big reason for, for doing this business? Why are you working with these types of clients? And go back and revisit those questions, the things that were excited when you very, very first started your business. I had a client this week, I'm just gonna call her T because I wanna keep the life of my clients very private. But Anyway, T came to me and she was just like, I just, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to do any work in my business. I don't even know if I want to do this anymore. We started working through, well, why is it that you started working on, you know, with these clients? Why did you, why are you doing this? And she dug deep and she came up and you could see her physiology change straight away. She got really excited. You know, she had big plans, not just to change the lives of her clients, but through changing the lives of her clients, making a much bigger change in the world and the way this particular industry is seen and, and runs. And what she, what we ended up coming up with was a strategy where she reached out to her potential ideal clients, the people that she really, really wants to work with. Um, she's connected with these people on Instagram. She's very prolific on Instagram. And she reached out to these people and said, hey, like, do you mind if I ask you some questions about, you know, what's going on in your world uh, and, and different challenges you're having? And some people that are her absolute dream clients reached out and said, yeah, sure, we'd love to help you. And ended up having a conversation not only did she get a whole heap of information that she can use in her business and for her sales pages, but she was also able to have conversations with these people that she would love to work with, people that really light her up. And within a couple of days, her mojo's back. So, you know, and that all started by really digging deep. Why, why was she doing what she's doing and why is the work that she's doing so important to her? 
Ask yourself, what's something fun you could do right now? Maybe it's something that could be more fun in your business. Maybe it's something that could be more fun in your personal life. Just remember there's no separate bucket for business, that your life and your business is all in one. So where in your life could you have more fun right now? Just remember it is okay to push. There are different times in our business that we do need to push, but you really need to tune in, like really go within and ask yourself, is pushing the right thing to do right now? Am I procrastinating for just because I couldn't be bothered? Or do I need to actually take some time out and go and do something else? You know, go and have a massage or a float tank or go for a walk. I love going for a walk to get my headspace back. Maybe you need to just completely chill out and go and watch a movie. Uh, maybe you need to create your love list. Like what are some of the things that you want to do or plan to do in the next two, five, ten years? Sometimes just having those conversations with a partner or doing it on your own and getting excited and dreaming is just enough to get you excited again. Give yourself the space to do whatever it is you need to do and the excitement will return. So what do you need to do to return to that space of being excited? Now, one of the ways that I do have excitement or um, I do implement to to bring the excitement back is seek inspiration from outside sources. So it's not always about sort of going within. You can explore different sources of inspiration, such as books. I'm currently reading Legacy by James Kerr, which is a beautiful book about what the All Blacks can teach us about business and life. And within the first few pages, I got really sucked into the story of, you know, the All Blacks getting ready for game day and the, you know, the the story of how they win the game and, and what happens in the locker room after. And um, he tells the story of the senior players in the All Blacks sweeping the shed. And I guess that's the premise of the whole book. And I won't tell you anymore. It's a fabulous book. I'm loving it. And it certainly inspired me to start to think, well, you know, where can we sweep the shed? Maybe it's podcasts. I've certainly listened to a lot more podcasts just recently and have been inspired by stories, um, by different strategies. Hearing other people talk about these things is something that helps my brain to start firing again or to go into different way into different places because it's it's a perspective shift that I need um, music for me with my dance background music is huge for me putting on some really loud music sometimes it's musical theater sometimes it's uh, a good old ministry of sound you know I'm a good 90s chick and I love to turn it up really loud and to get that feeling in my body. Love to move and dance around because often when we're stuck in our thinking, you know, being able to move our body can unstick those thoughts. And I really, just going back to the idea of the books and the podcast, I love the importance and I place a huge importance of learning from other people's success stories their experiences, um, the things that they can teach us, because I think it's a it's a really uh, beautiful thing to learn and to be able to um, to experience those 
through ourselves. You know, it starts to have you thinking about your own stories and how we can change those. Joining um, com- professional communities and mastermind groups is also a real another really great way to connect with other people and to, you know, even just say, hey, guys, haven't got my mojo. What is it that you can, you know, what is it that you do that could help me back get it back? If you're not a member of a mastermind or you don't have a um, some sort of professional community around you, I can highly recommend that these are great places to get your mojo back. Not only will you be connect- connecting with other people who are oftentimes smarter than you and they really inspire you, but they're great places to really connect with people. And I find that when you're in moments of absolute, I don't want to do this, then human connection is a really great tool to tap into. Whether it's just having a conversation with someone in the community, whether it's saying, hey, I'm struggling with this, who's got some strategy to be able to help me out? And maybe it's just about creating some routine. Sometimes we can lose our mojo because we're using the same routine. Sometimes we can also use lose our mojo when we have no routine. So what it, whichever way it is, you can you can switch it. So what I love about mastermind groups is you know when you're surrounded by the right people, they lift you up. It's like the rising tide lifts all boats and I love that saying because that's definitely what I love about being part of a mastermind group. You learn so much from the people around you and one of my clients even just this week shared that she loves the routine of getting on the calls each week because when she is losing motivation, when she comes onto the calls, she gets exactly what she needs and she has a plan of attack of what she's going to do moving forward. And, you know, she really gets her mojo back. So I love that she shared that, that sometimes it's about changing things up and getting rid of your routine for a little bit. But sometimes it's actually about bringing routine in. And that is what is going to give you your mojo. A lot of times we can feel like we're overwhelmed because we've got so many projects on the go. And maybe this is you right now. You've got these 50 different ideas and it's not that you don't have enough ideas. It's that you've got too many and you're in a state of overwhelm because you don't know what to do next. So in these times, a really great strategy is to just focus on one thing because it just feels so much lighter. Uh, You can start to take action again because you're just focused on this one thing. This is what I need to do and move on rather than think, oh my goodness, I've got these 50 things that I need to do and actually getting into none of them. And that brings me to accountability and support because at these times, this is really, really important. Now, when I was younger, the very first, um, I guess, thought that comes to mind around accountability was, as for most of it, it was from my mother. And when I was younger, I danced. Uh, I went to ballet class multiple times a week. And the reason I did it is because, I, well, not only that I love to dance, but I love to be on stage. I loved to, I loved 
concert time or or Stedford time, competition time. I loved getting the costumes on. I loved getting the makeup on. I loved getting my hair done. I loved the whole thing of getting up on stage and doing my thing. But what I hated more than anything was exam time. And if you've ever um, been in in ballet especially you'll know what i'm talking about here because there's a lead up to exam time where you've got extra practices your teacher gets extra grumpy with you extra picky you normally need to go and do um we used to do like a a a school that the examiners used to run and i used to go to i used to hate these things because i always knew that i was you know something was going to be picked up i was going to get in trouble I hated these times because it was boring. There was no choreography. It was just pure exam work. It was the same thing over and over and over and over. And not only was it boring, but often I was tired around this time. I was tired because there was extra classes. And I used to say to my mom, and she said that, I I can't remember this, but she relays it to me that every year at exam time, I said, mom, I want to quit ballet. And she'd say, well, that's fine. That's fine, Samantha. You can quit ballet. That's fine. But if you do, you can't do the concert this year. And I would be like, all right, I'll go. But what it really taught me was discipline, a lot of discipline, that sometimes that the things we want and the outcomes that we want means that we don't get the journey necessarily that we want. And funnily enough, as I got better and, you know, into my high school years and um, I was performing more, I was in a, a youth ballet company, I actually didn't hate practice so much. I started to understand that the outcome was correlated to the amount of practice that I put in. And it actually got to the point where I would ask to go and do more like practice classes. I remember my mum was, I was driving, she was driving me around seven days a week because I would ask to go to extra classes so that I could get better. So I actually turned the practice around from being something boring to being something that I wanted to do more of because I started to understand that the outcome was better. So it's about the discipline. And I feel like this set me up for business and helped me to understand that if I wanted a successful business, I needed to do what had to be done. And mastery is something that's really, really important to me. So I think that that having that accountability of my mum saying, well, you know, is this really what you want? What's the outcome that you're trying to get to? And then saying, I, look, you know, she was really good. She would say, I, I know you don't want to go to class tonight, but it has to be done. Like she would never let me get out of it. And it's just set me up so well for being a business owner to understand that there are some times that we need to do what we don't want to do. However, I also understand that we can't stay switched on at the same intensity 100% of the time. As I was getting ready for exams, I would have classes a lot more. And it meant that after exam time, there was usually a few weeks of not many classes while we all kind of got our our energy back and got ready for performance time. And it's the same in our business. We can't stay switched on at the same intensity 100% of the time. 
But having some sort of accountability partner or a coach who can provide that guidance and support of helping you to know when to put the foot on the accelerator and when to take it off is really, really crucial. I was talking to a client just yesterday. We've been working together for three months. She signed up to my business accelerator program, which is a very intensive three months of us um, working together. And I, I sort of asked her what has helped her get the results in her business that she has because she's added, she 5X'd her, uh, her income over the three months that we've worked together. And she said, really, Sam, she said what it was was you understand the ebb and flow of business. So you helped me shift my perspectives of when I was caught in my own thoughts so that I could get, so that you give me a little push. Um, but also you knew when it was the right time to give that little push. And you were also aware of the time when I needed some nurturing and needed to take some time out. And this is really important to understand the balance of taking time out and knowing when, when to, uh, maybe push and push probably isn't the right word here. I think momentum is probably a better word that there's times where we do need to put the foot on the gas a little bit, but having that right support network around you so that you can find the mojo to get through those times to hold you accountable to offer feedback and to keep you motivated and during these times it's really important to also reframe those challenges as opportunities just as i didn't want to go to exam classes i knew that i really wanted to go to you know and have performance time Talk, think about these challenges that you're having right now as, as opportunities to help you to get where you're going. It is definitely about doing what you need to do to have that positive mindset and to have the resilience to get you through and focus on solutions rather than problems. And I think that with everything that I've discussed, that is really the, the crux of it to really understand that you need to focus on the solutions rather than the problems and asking yourselves, asking yourself questions, putting yourself in different scenarios to help you to be able to move through these times is uh, super helpful because there is nothing more frustrating than not having mojo and feeling uninspired and unable to do what you need to do. So hopefully you can take some of these ideas on board. Hopefully they sung to you. If you know someone in your life that is missing a little bit of mojo in their business right now, I would love it if you could share this episode with them because this might be just what they needed to hear to spark a little bit of interest or inspiration, set that new little seed of excitement on fire so we can all build our dream business. Thanks so much for listening. I look forward to hanging out with you here next Tuesday for a very, very special episode, episode 500, where I've invited some very special guests to come on the show and talk to me. Uh, you won't want to miss that. So thanks so much for listening today and I will catch you all next Tuesday on another episode of Influence by Design. 
Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Influence by Design podcast. If you want more, head over to influencebydesignpodcast.com for the show notes and links to today's gifts and sponsors. And if you're looking to connect with other experts who are growing and scaling their business too, join us in the Coaches, Thought Leaders and Changemakers community on Facebook. The links are waiting for you over at influencebydesignpodcast.com.